Listener Production. How did comments out of China help drive our share market higher today? And find out what to expect from tomorrow's inflation figures. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday, the 25th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Stevie. Yesterday, of course, we kicked off this very busy week on a softer note with shares dropping back a little. We've bounced back strongly today, closing at a near five-week high. Exactly right. We actually had two straight sessions of losses on Friday. Without you, you took the wins with you because we're on a winning streak. You took them with you. And then we followed that on Monday with a second day of losses. Today, we made up for it. We're up 33 points, almost half a percent to 7,340 points. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) Also, of course, most of the gains seem to come at around 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. So about an hour and a half into the session. And that's exactly the time when Hong Kong and mainland Chinese markets start trading for the day as well. So that really was a key driver of markets today. China's leaders have held a meeting, which they do every few months, uh, and basically seem to pledge at least support, or at least said they would, you know, provide more policy support for its slowing economy. And that will include for the property market, which accounts for about 40% of China's steel, and they'll be providing other measures as well, centered on boosting domestic demand and confidence. So this is at the, what they call the Politburo meeting, which is the top decision-making body of the Communist Party, 24-member cabinet of the party there. They last met a, a few months ago. There are still concerns that they're unlikely to deliver really aggressive stimulus measures, but anything that basically has Chinese officials saying they'll provide stimulus generally mm. is well-received. And that's why resource stocks were the big winners today. Exactly right. We saw iron ore futures hit a two-year high in the session after that. And I would say the gains were almost solely led by the miners today after that news out of China on that hope for more support for China's economy, which we've been sort of hearing about and talking about for quite a long time now. We haven't seen that much come out of it just yet, but hopefully this will be the push that they needed. And I think that's why markets are a bit nervous because there's the expectation on one hand they're going to provide some stimulus, uh, but also it could just be talk more than anything else. It's light on detail, lacking specifics, but still, you know, markets didn't really care one bit today. And it's why we had gains of between three and a half to about four and a half percent for the three big miners, BHP, yep. Rio and Fortescue. They basically held the whole yep. market up. So going back to the heat map, they literally were just the green spot taking up almost that whole heat map showing that they were lifting the whole ASX 200 index up yeah, so al- almost by themselves. Exactly. So BHP, the, the largest stock on our market on its own, added about 22 points to the ASX 200, which was up 33 points. So mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. That made all the difference. And it would have been a very different story if it wasn't for how miners reacted today. Exactly right. But elsewhere in the sectors, we saw energy stocks getting a nice boost. Telecom was up as well. And there was only one other sector up just a little bit, which was industrials. But that was basically flat. Banks were a big weight today, though. We saw all the major banks falling and consumers discretionary was the worst performer falling by 0.81%. Yeah, so a mixed bag today on the share market. We had seven sectors falling, four sectors improving, and there were quite a few stocks in focus as well. And lithium seemed to be kind of all the rage today as well. 
Exactly, for a second day, in fact. So we saw those steep declines in the lithium space yesterday. We saw mostly a rebound today across most of them, except for the one I'm about to talk about, which is Core Lithium, which continued to decline after yesterday's disappointing production guidance. It actually hit a 52-week low during today's session, which sort of explains how badly they did. But it did end a little bit higher down around 3% after hitting those intraday lows. They also did receive three separate target price cuts. The biggest was a 38% target price cut for for its share price a year from now. So that definitely did not help with share price today. Yeah. So these are brokers basically saying in 12 months, this is where we think the share price might be. And you're right, some double digit percentage cuts to those expectations. So that played a pretty big part. And yesterday, of course, they said that they're expecting lithium sales to be lower for the next two years. So that was certainly a big hit. One lithium miner that actually bounced back strongly today was Pilbara Minerals. It rose about 5%. So it came out with a a quarterly update. And on the one hand, it said it's uh, digging up a record amount of uh, of spodumene and it's selling a record amount as well. And spodumene is that raw ingredient that gets processed into lithium, which is eventually used in batteries and electric vehicles. But on the other hand, revenues, the amount it's actually bringing in, fell 18% on the prior quarter. And that's mainly because in recent months, lithium prices have taken a bit of a hit. So it brought in about 33% less for each ton of lithium it was bringing in three months earlier. But big picture is important here because if we look at last 12 months as a whole, they made about almost 90% more for each ton that they were selling compared to 2022. So some massive improvements. They also only recently became profitable and they just paid their first dividend ever in March as well. And a little bit more on the lithium space. We actually saw Sayona Mining being the best performer today, up 6.5%. So we definitely did see that rebound in the lithium space after a pretty, pretty poor session yesterday. Actually, that's what dragged most of the market down in yesterday's session. Another stock in focus today was Newcrest Mining. Their shares showed a little bit of volatility today. So the big Aussie gold miner released its quarterly update this morning. It met production and cost guidance. Its gold production was up 9%. Its costs were 20% higher, and this was due to greater capital expenditure and also a lower realized copper price. They also gave an update on its takeover from Newmont, saying that it expects to complete it by the end of this year, and that's only if they get approval from all the shareholders across both the companies. On completion, Newcrest shareholders will hold 31% ownership in the combined group. Yeah, so for those who are tuning in for the first time in, in a while, this is the, the time of the year, basically, when heading into the August profit reporting season, many mining and energy stocks tell us how they've done in the June quarter. So between, between April and June, how much they've produced, how much they've sold, and they also tend to provide you know, a bit of guidance as to what might be ahead as well at this time. So it is an important time of, uh, of the year. Monodelphus was another stock in focus today. This is an engineering group, had a pretty good day, lifting about 5.5%. And again, have uh, there's some talk of lithium here because it basically won a major construction contract worth 200 million bucks with Albemarle, which is the world's largest lithium player. It's about over twice the size of Pilbara, which is one of the big names here, just to give you an idea. So it's a US-based company. So the contract is centered around expanding a lithium refining plant in WA. They're going to start work on this later this year, and they reckon that's going to wrap up in late 2025. And this is a lithium facility 
which is going to be one of the world's largest. And it's basically a joint venture between Albemarle and the Aussie listed mineral resources that will be out with quarterly update off memory tomorrow. And just before we finish up on stocks, I just wanted to mention the worst performer today, which was Domino's Pizza. Its shares were down 5%. And this was basically because its New York listed parent company released its second quarter earnings results last night and they missed the mark on revenues. So basically what you were alluding to earlier with profit results being really important, that's how important it is because we always talk about US earnings season, which is coming up tonight. We have more companies reporting tonight, Alphabet, Google's parent company and Microsoft. So those will be two important ones. And because that can trickle into our market as well, that's why we do talk about it all the time. Absolutely. I thought you were going to say pizza is also important. We shouldn't, we shouldn't forget pizza. Pizza <laughs> is important. <laughs> I, I can vouch for that. Only Good, yes. pizza. good pizza. I like Italian pizza. Yes. That like wood fire. They're yeah. kind of good at it over there, aren't they? Yeah. yeah for some reason. But I don't know why, though. <laughs> <laughs> and also tonight, so firstly, you mentioned that the two big tech names that yes. could move markets. You know that Microsoft, by the way, <laughs> is basically larger than our whole market. Wow. On its own. Wow. As far as market cap. So the that value puts it of the into, on into, the share market. That's how big it is. Yep. So an alphabet of course, um, which is basically Google, will be also out with its results, as you pointed out. And that's also <laughs> gigantic. These are Some of these big tech names are as big or larger than the whole Aussie market. Don't even talk about Apple. No, which that's is the way largest. Bigger, way bigger than our market on its own. But anyway, tonight we've also got 3M, we've got GM, General Motors, Verizon, the Telco, and also Visa coming out with earnings. Visa receives attention sometimes because it can give analyst a bit of an idea of what spending is looking like, how much people are actually spending on their cards. So give you a, a bit of a sense of how confident people are with their spending. Tomorrow though. Tomorrow's the big day. The big I was, day. I was just going to mention yep. before we get to tomorrow, of course, there's plenty of companies that are reporting their earnings. We only really mentioned the biggest one. So you can definitely pop online and and find out the other companies that are reporting for, for those interested who might hold overseas shares as well. Absolutely. Tomorrow, the big day, the day we've been waiting for, we have all the big economic information coming out from tomorrow onwards. Yep. Tomorrow, locally, inflation data for the June quarter. That's that's major. That's major for the next interest rate decision, which will be next week. That's come around so quickly, hasn't it? And the con- Exactly. And the confusing thing about inflation is there are two reports that will be out tomorrow at exactly the same time, 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. One's monthly mm-hmm. and one's quarterly. So you're going to get all these numbers that are thrown around tomorrow about inflation being up or down or in better than expected and worse. So it can it's probably going to be quite confusing in the afternoon. Even within the detail of each yep. individual report can yep. can be confusing because you've got a headline, you've got core. There's just so many numbers to look at what we expected, what it actually came in at, yep. plenty of numbers. But yep. the main ones? The main one will, will be quarterly, firstly, because it's out quarterly. It's exactly. only out once every three months. Once so every three months? Once every three. Three? Three. Uh, Quarter. One, two, three. Yep, yep. three. <laughs> Um, I just counted on my fingers to make sure (laughs) I had that correct. But it's very important because this is really what can give or what the Reserve Bank watches most closely when making a decision on interest rates. So the two numbers that we've been going on about for a while now, just just to watch, one's headline, one's uh, core, which trips out really volatile things. Core's more important for for analysts and for uh, central bankers as well. The number to watch there is that inflation is going to go from 6.6% growth over the year down to 6%, and headline could drop from 7 down to 62 
again, target range, 2 to 3%. So we're still way above that target way above, range. Way above. But we've been easing. We've been easing. So, so if we get those numbers, especially core, below, say, 6% tomorrow, markets are probably going to like that. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a sign that inflation is going in the right direction. And then that monthly report for the month of June will be important as well, because that's expected to go from 5.6% down to 5.4%. So again, the lower that is, that can give us an idea that at least in the month of June, prices are dropping back. So there's going to be a lot for economists and analysts to talk about tomorrow, and we'll be sure to fill you in on all the important details tomorrow. I'm super excited to find out about these inflation figures because everything's going up. The cost of living, as we all know, is insane. Most notably, Spotify has gone up by a dollar a month. Do you pay for Spotify? Nope. You don't? My wife did in the past, but How I don't do you pay listen for Spotify. to music? YouTube, actually. Anyway, but, point is yes. inflation, bad because. One example, I have to pay more for Spotify and I don't like that Mm, because everything's going up. Like it's not just that, it's an aggregate of everything. So anyway, that's why inflation data tomorrow matters for everyone. That's true. On that note, have a good evening, everyone. (laughs) We'll talk more about streaming services tomorrow with Laura (laughs) Bessarati. See you tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.